Well, we have a big mantelpiece and it's been empty since we moved in because we just could not decide. Like, yeah, why well, put a picture of your son up there? <laughs> oh, and yeah. it's live at the Hollywood Bowl. Wow. Very wow. nice. Yes, yes, yes. That's great. That's perfect. So it needs a nice frame. Yeah. At least your son will understand once you explain lines to him. Like, <laughs> Here's the reason why your photos are here on the table. <laughs> You get the hallway, baby. You get but, but the whole hallway. I promise you, the whole hallway. It's yours. So funny. I can't wait till you're actually parents. Those are the stories I want to hear. Those are the ones. You know, I'm like, like how over it you are. Like how quickly you, how quickly you hate it. <laughs> Aha! Here's Michelle. Okay. Well, take the dogs with you, Mason, because they're barking <laughs> asses. Tony. Tony Soto Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me is Maxwell Esposito. Hello. <laughs> hello. And we have Diana DeLuna. Oh, hello, all my babies. Ah, oh, hello, hello to Diana DeLuna. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, we're back. Hi. How are y'all feeling? What's going hello. on? What's, we're, what's up? We're, we're great. We're great. We're doing great. We're doing um, great. I'm standing that, up today, is... so I'm feeling... I'm oh, feeling, you got your standing desk going? Yeah, today she's standing. Today she's standing tall uh, and flawed. You got Botox. This is a whole <laughs> nother day when you get the Botox. I mean, it literally just sets your your like morning because you know in four days you're gonna be stunting okay like and I'm very excited is that why you're standing to just like gravity like let it fall correctly well they inject it and then they they smush it up and then yeah I can't lay down for yeah like you hours. can't you can't lay down otherwise, for hours otherwise I'll, I'll have like that face that you would look like when you have balls palsy or a stroke or something how much yeah, do you, yeah, yeah. how I mean, much oh, it's a lot of work how much do you get charged for a unit um 11 you should see my lady she's seven you have you use botox maxwell yeah, suddenly wow. she has a lady. Do you see I do. this? Suddenly, oh, she, suddenly she's like, I, I mean, do. we could tell you had Botox in, in on your trip, honey. There was no emotion from your fucking nose up. And I was like, that smell, that smile looks out of place if there's no emotion in the fucking world. There is motion, but, but thank you. Now it's, there is. Yeah, you've settled in and it looks great. Flawless. I, I love. thought you were just really rested from vacation. <laughs> Actually, I was not rested from my vacation, which actually made my Botox look worse because it was sagging in certain spots and tight in oh. other spots. So the bags under my eyes were really baggy, but then the skin underneath was so tight. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I'll it. stay with my 11. I think I'll stay with my 11 and confidence. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm, I'm confident with my lady. She did a great job. I've never heard uh, sinking in one spot. And I've, I've never heard that before. It stopped but. because I was not sleeping. I was literally not <laughs> sleeping for days. Like the first five uh, days of the trip, I was not sleeping. Well, welcome back. And it looks like it settled nicely. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> how are you, Diana DeLuna? What's going on? Well, let's see. I went into false labor on Thursday and That's... I had to go to the labor and delivery unit. Are you okay? But... Yeah, I didn't know I was in false labor. I, um, I guess I had like a really low blood pressure day and I like almost passed out and I was like blurry visioned and I honestly, I thought, I mean, do I have COVID? Like something, I just did not feel well and my stomach was really painful. And so they won't even see you at urgent care if you are as far along as I am. They sent me straight to, la to labor and delivery. And then they hooked me up to all these monitors and they were like, do you feel all these contractions you're having? 
And I was like, uh, all of these, like, yeah, what was it like was a rolling them, ocean in there or something? I was having them every five minutes. I was Ooh. having a contraction. So they had to give me an IV to stop the contractions. Oh, but um, so hydrating. Like, it was so hydrating. It was so hydrating. And, uh, seven hours later, they released me. Damn. Well, I'm glad you're doing okay. And the baby. Oh is yeah. Okay. And the baby was perfect the whole time. Like they monitored both of us the whole time. I don't have high blood pressure. I'll take low blood pressure over high blood pressure any day. True. Yeah. I mean, can I just say that I love that if we have to hear a pregnant woman talk regularly, that it's you because, uh, I, I listen, you are, you are making all of my weird things about pregnancy. Like, valid i was like what a scary pro-. maxwell before you came she was talking about how her joints are just loosening up randomly so that way oh my ready to expel a baby out of her pelvis i love it that does not feel good it does <laughs> not feel that. good though it well uh, yeah it feels like my doctor explained it. it's like pregnancy induced carpal tunnel and it I really hate- is uncomfortable I hate that you're, I, I hate that you have carpal tunnel just for walking around. It's weird to me and I hate it for you. On the way to labor and delivery, I turned to Mason and I said, I don't know if I want to do this again. I think this might be a one child situation. Yeah, girl, don't push it. Food's yeah. too expensive anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Grocery stores are not fun to go to anymore. Yes. Um, <clears throat> hi, Maxwell. Hello. How are you doing, babe? She is. I'm so great. I'm so great. The oat leave oat milk people responded to my DM and they asked for my address. I will be getting a package from a oatly oat milk, which is the best day of my life. Is that is this something that we've talked about? So you're just gonna get a big crate of oat milk? No, I'm. This is this is this is live coming to you live from my DMs. This just happened yesterday if you're listening to this right now <laughs> wow okay bitch is that she's getting some oat milk sent her way i think so i don't know we'll find out they emailed me back they asked for my address i was do like, you put oh, it in your fan. coffee i put it in everything does smoothies it, does it separate uh, like milk. does it separate like real like milk milk in uh in coffee no I mean, oat milk is great. Oh, so I, I don't like it. that. I want. I'm trying to find a non-dairy thing that like actually blends in with coffee, like milk does, and I and you just can't find it. No, like, oat milk does do that. It does. I. I mean, you have to mix it, but yeah, it doesn't really settle. I mean, I put oat milk in. Well, everything. that's what I mean. Like well, and settling. that's the thing is, you only drink hot coffee, right? I feel like it. Like uh, milk rep- alternatives do better in hot coffee than in iced coffee. That's where it starts to get the little flakes and stuff. Oh. It still does it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Well, maybe I'll get some oat milk because listen, I was going through. I, I. I think we might have talked about it over COVID, but I have like gone back into cow milk because of cereal um and oat milk and cereal is amazing i'm not sure what i'm not sure what led me to getting dairy milk at some point but i think it was i was just one of those like fuck it moments i was like fuck it (laughs) so i i have been drinking whole milk for since january i don't know why it tastes so good i never drank i grew up a one percent kid and then drank almond milk my whole adulthood but there is when you're pregnant you become trash i just think that's what it is I just think it's like you're like like pickles, peanut butter, milk. I just think it's like because you have a demon inside that doesn't know what it likes. You know what I mean? It's like this conversation is stressing me out. All this like real milk talk. Are you kidding? The well, so what I'm saying is like uh, I was like drinking so much uh, cow milk that um, speaking of joints, like mine started getting all inflamed and shit. And I was like, oh shit, that's right, that's milk. Like so, I've since quit cow milk again. I mean, I was eating oat milk ice cream. That was, I posted about it and that was what they responded to is that I eat oat. I was eating the Oatly oat milk salted caramel ice cream. And it's good. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I could give you a list of the product, the oat milk products. I Well, let's not do that until they're actually paying you. Let's not do it unless you're actually getting money for it. Baby, Um, they are sending me a box. This is going to turn into the influencer deal of the century. I'm going to be the oat milk influencer. If, (laughs) if, If Evian won't sponsor me, at least oat milk will. 
So um, I officially, uh, well, no, I successfully got out of jury duty um, because I had a Botox appointment. Honestly, I had no time. <laughs> I could not, I could not, I could not miss. And we have a great guest today. And like, if, if I was to have to do jury duty, I would not be here recording right now. I would be there. And um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I didn't even have to lie. Like I didn't like there were some here. You know what I learned going to jury duty? I don't like regular people. I don't. I don't like mm. like the regulars. You know what I mean? I don't like like what's happening in the uh, young, old, and middle aged straight community. That is a lot. Not my judge. I don't want to hear you talk. I don't want to hear about your stories. I don't want to hear nothing. And why so, do you watch the View? What's that? Why do you so, watch the View? Well, they're not simp's. They're not simple women. I don't. Uh, that's a. I, I'm talking like regular oh. everyday oh. simp's. Like the oh. real people in the world like the Got ones it. that you walk past when you're trying to get someplace um and that's jury duty and My it's bad. all a scam uh, have you ever been have you ever done jury duty uh maxwell no i've not been called you'll hate it uh <laughs> diana have you ever done it i just got out of it recently by being pregnant you'll hate it yeah. i i did not know what to expect first of all i didn't bring any of the paperwork that they sent you which apparently you're supposed to do so i got yelled at the whole time i was there oh um for not having that paper like wait you didn't bring that paper and i was like no i brought my phone <laughs> yeah like you act like we want to be here yeah oh no 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 they paint the paper picture for you girl they're like we stand up as you come in because you're the most honorable people you're doing the most amazing work and they're like uh-huh yeah we'll get arrested if we don't you know what I mean like or we'll get fined or whatever it is that we don't fucking show up so super annoying to begin with it was a DUI I was like I'm not missing Botox for a DUI <laughs> like a dime a dozen bullshit happening here in LA and all I had to say was Oh, the kids. The sorry, kids. sorry. No, no. Mason just got home with our new Liza Minnelli art. Uh, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Still, how do you live in the gayest household? <laughs> Still, how do you manage to be the gayest in the room? Um, but what I'm saying is all I basically said was that because police were going to be the witnesses. I was like, eh, I don't really trust cops. And honestly, they'd have to work really hard to get me to believe them. And I was like, also, I'm not a big fan of like the jury situation because I wouldn't want any one of these people in here to choose my innocence or guilt. And uh, they were like, juror 99, you're excused. It was it felt so good just to be honest. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's where it's look at where it's gotten you, your honesty. I mean, here I am. I'm doing a show and I got Botox today. I, you know, it's just like here's what, paying an honest price. Here, here's what I will not sit and have to buy is the bullshit that the court system isn't rigged. I was like, this young lady's name is Latin girl. She is, she's going up the river regardless of whether or not she is or she isn't. So I was like, I will not be a part of this tomfoolery. I feel like I would go and I would make them hate me. I would have so much fun that they would hate me. Like I'd you'd be it, too like, eager. Then they would excuse you. Like you'd be too eager. Like I would you'd be, be like, and then I would be upset. They sent me home. I'd be like, but wait, I've been waiting so long <laughs> to be called to jury duty. I think that pending like if I got to choose the case you know like maybe I would have been like more like ooh, a scandalo but like a DUI uh I'm good and I'll tell you they let the regular people talk and I guess I typically was one of the regular people that was also talking but <laughs> but I am good at this you know what I mean and here's the one thing that you don't ever want to ask a regular in real life is how do you feel about this? Oh, oh, the responses are painful. Like it's just painful. Mm. Um, guys, listen, before we go to break, I want to talk about real quick. Um, for learn the words, bitch, this, uh, this month, right? It was this month. Um, yes. I met a fabulous person who read my fortune in my emojis. Have you guys heard about this? Have you heard? I've we talk seen about it. This? We haven't talked about it. No, but I've seen that. Um, what do you guys think? I'll tell you, she was kind of spot on. Like there's been a lot of like, I have been in like some, some transition and doing some things. And she kind of was like, here it is queen. And I was like, Oh, from my emojis. And you know what, what explain to me how it works though. It's, uh, I feel like the, the whole milk is showing right now. Like I'm a little, I'm a little concerned for you. 
The whole milk Wait, is showing. What does that it. mean? What does that mean? The whole milk? <laughs> oh, trash. Do you think it's trash? <laughs> I mean, you think I it's trashy? You, people, you mutate a little bit when you're drinking cow's milk like that. That's what I've heard. I read that well, online. Well, listen, I, I just... <laughs> Got some crazy ideas over there now. Talking to me about emojis. <laughs> and the thing was, reading my emojis. And the thing was, is I was recently trying to get someone to play a scary uh, murder video game with me. And so I emojied a knife and I was like, but uh, I was like, that knife doesn't mean anything. I was, but, but I'm telling you, I don't know how it works. So, so what she does is she pulls up your, uh, your, your uh, message board. And then she's like, um, let me see your, your most used uh, emojis. And then she'll mm. just go through and tell and say how that symbolizes what's happening in your life oh. well we'll talk about it. maybe we'll talk about it with our guests let's take a quick break and then when we come back we can ask uh, our guest michelle t what she thinks about it what do you think uh, yeah let's do it we'll be right back all right we are back with the show and y'all i'm excited about this one i'm excited because uh we have this guest for two completely different reasons. Diana loves our guest because she's a fabulous author and has wrote a great book called Modern Tarot. I know of her from Drag Queen Story Hour and Maxwell's meeting her for the first time. We have uh-huh. Michelle T. Hi, Michelle. Hi, you guys. Hello. Hi, Michelle. My- Thank you for joining us. It's so nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you too. I'm psyched to be here. So uh, not to just completely air all of Diana's dirty laundry, but she is our newest cast member. She has opened up our eyes to some witchy stuff. She's currently with child and is giving us the the real tea about her pregnancy every week. Um, And she just really, she, like we said before we started recording, she mentioned you as one of her favorite things. And I was like, modern tarot i'm gonna read this book and so now i know you as drag queen story hour and this fabulous book (laughs) that you've read and of course your impact on queer culture with all the other books that you've written queen you're like our most serious guest i think i know (laughs) stop it (laughs) i think so i was like i was like no this bitch is accomplished i don't even know what to do And I just want to say, like, I really do think the book, your book just really elevated the way that I've connected to tarot. You know, I had done all the grid and the journaling and and your book, like when those things come up over and over again, you know, it's just such a great book for connecting to certain things and, and building it in your muscle memory. Oh, great. I'm so glad. It was really fun to write a book that was like, it had, it was like a, a tool, you know? Yeah. It's like really cool to be like, oh, wow, people can actually like, I, you, this is actually useful. Like my other books, arguably, you know, debatable if they're useful or not, you know, right? <laughs> but like this, I can say absolutely useful. So thank you. I'm glad you liked it. The way you write though, is just super uh, enjoyable to read too. I kind of want it on audio tape. Oh, I do have some of my books on audio tape. I got to record a few of them, which is super fun, but not, not modern tarot. Yeah. 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 Um, Well, before we brought you on, I was discussing the fact that at my uh, latest learn the words, bitch that I host at Akbar, this uh, witchy woman came up to me and read my future or my fortune in uh, emojis. Oh yeah. And like your top 10 uh, most frequently used emojis. She gave me a pretty accurate layout. What do you think? Uh, have you heard of this? What do you think of it? I definitely have heard of people doing emoji spells. We did a segment about emoji spell casting on our Your Magic podcast. Um, and but I don't. I didn't know about like doing like a personality divination through your most used. I mean, that's really cool. I can, I can see that. So what did it say about you? Well, it said that like, um, it, it was pretty eye opening. It was like, look, you create things like that is your thing. It's time to like move forward with that. And, sh- and it's like, and you need to start working with other people, but remember no more Mr. Nice guy, because like, don't let people come for your ideas. Uh, uh, and, um, you know, just to be mindful that I am in a full transition right now. And I do, and I am. And so it was like one of those moments where I was like, ah, oh, this is actually like kidding me. Um, That's so cool. 
I mean, one thing that I learned from reading tarot, I've been reading tarot for like, you know, I, God, I started when I was 15 and now I'm 50. So a long time is that you can kind of use anything for divination. You know, mm-hmm. it's like tarot is easy because it, ha- it has so many symbols packed into it. And people have been using it for, you know, hundreds of years. So it's sort of like ready to go, but you can kind of use anything. Like I get, I've given a reading, basically like an Oracle reading with Uno cards. Once I was drunk, but it was good. You mentioned mentioned that in the book and I was interested because uh, you did start so young. I also kind of went on a bit of a voyage as a teenager too, which like led me to, I mean, I was never as committed. Like I'm not at much follow through when it comes to the mystic. I'm a little more serious about it now because I attribute it to Diana and our conversations actually. But um, what was it about the the mystic or the unknown or because you don't really like you don't really push like a certain deity like you push a certain like it feels like a connection to all that's working is that correct that is correct I don't you know I I like enjoy certain deities personally sometimes but I always say that like witchcraft or paganism whatever you want to call it it should just be about whatever's personally inspiring to you whatever images um or you know entities or ideas um feel make you feel like curious and inspired and playful then you should go towards them so sometimes certain you know uh deities or myths do sort of grab me and i'll like be all about that for a minute but you know i i don't i feel like it's about um sort of setting off that part of our brain or our psyche that really responds to the unknown um, devotion, playfulness, creativity, inspiration, spookiness, whatever, what have you, you know, um, I don't profess to know what it's all about, but I know that I'm a creature who really likes doing devotional things and doing ritual is super engaging and creative for me. And it feels meaningful. And that's enough for me to, to do it. You know, I don't need to figure anything out. I, I mean, if I thought it was possible to figure it all out, then maybe I'd be more invested, but I don't think I'm meant to know necessarily very much about what's beyond, but I do feel like we have access to little, little inklings of it. And it's so fun to yeah, engage. That. That's kind of what I'm, I, I tell people, I'm like, I'm using like, like all of this witchy stuff in like the most like satanic frame of mind. Like I use it as a guide <laughs> for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a guide for me. Like I'm not really focused on, I mean, granted, I want to put out good, uh-huh. Um, but I'm asking, like, I'm lighting candles for Tony Soto. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like uh, so That's like. Fair. That is totally valid. I write, I light a lot of candles for myself as well. You now, know? now, Michelle, also what I love and what I wasn't aware of was obviously there's some misogyny in this whole uh, frame of mind leading to the original deck that people use a lot. Um, and in perfect Michelle T fashion, she's like, nah, let's queer this shit up. <laughs> um, uh, why was that important to you? Well, cause it's, I mean, it's, you know, you're, you're reading these cards to try to bring meaning to your life. And then at some point you're looking through them and you're like, oh, I'm just looking at a lot of like white people mm-hmm. and a lot of like straight people. And they kind of all look sort of the same. They all are thin and they are mostly blonde and it's just, it's super European, which, you know, on some level makes sense. It, it was started in Europe, but at this point, tarot is everywhere and tarot is all over the United States. And the United States is like the most, the hugest, like most multicultural spot. And so we need, we need cards that reflect people's reality because it's more fun. It's more mm-hmm. engaging. We feel more connected to them. We want to, you know, we want to see ourselves. We want to see um, people other than just lots of like white European people. So thankfully there are so many tarot creators and artists now that are doing their own decks and putting their own spin. And I mean, my God, it doesn't take much. You're like, all you're going to do is throw some people of color in the mix and you're like, Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. you know, but you can also, you know, put different body types in there. Um, so that everyone's not just like that same kind of European skinny person. You can make the lovers queer. You can put trans people, you know, and there's so much you can do and there's so much that people are doing. And it's just giving the tarot even um, more relevance for our lives today and ensuring that this tradition will last, that it will, it will keep going. It's not just going to be a historical artifact, but it's something, it's a magical tool and and an insightful tool that we can use every day 
in our lives. I have a question. Yeah, I, oh, I, I was going to say, I have a deck that has five different options for the lover's card. And I just wow. love that. What deck is that? Um, it's by Trungles. It's the Star Spinner deck. I love and that, that has different body types, different, just, oh, it's such a beautiful deck. And I, uh, yeah. I love that. I have, um, I, for a long time, I've had this sort of like second wave lesbian feminist deck called the Daughters of the Moon. And that was the first deck I ever saw have an, the like two different choices for lovers. And they're both so amazing. One was the lesbian choice and it's an interracial lesbian couple embracing in front of a giant glowing vagina. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> and then the other are two kind of humans of indeterminate gender swimming towards each other uh, underwater with kelp masterfully obscuring their genitalia. So like, who knows, who knows who's who or what's what? I love like, that. It's really great. They're so fun. Now in your book, you say that you're not a psychic, but I mean, I feel like you have done a lot of work and a lot of like realms of witchiness and blah, blah, blah. So do you think that, um, what about your intuition? Like, do you feel like you're very intuitive? Do you feel like because of your practices, you do pick up things more when you're speaking to people and shit? I do. I am very, very intuitive. And like, who's to say where intuition kind of becomes psychic ability? You know, I think it's like a continuum. Um, and I am super, super intuitive. Um, and I do believe that tarot has helped me strengthen that. And it gives me a place where I can trust it. You know, I think the hard thing with intuition and psychic ability for me is, is really being able to trust these impulses that you're getting. It's so easy to talk yourself out. To believe it. yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the hardest part for me. It's like, is this real? I'm also an imaginative person, you know, but sometimes imagination and psychic ability have a relationship. So it's really, it's very tricky. I have a friend who has gone to psychic school to, you know, I've had I a had few no friends. Idea. I didn't know yeah. this was a program. You can <laughs> go into student loan debt for psychics, everybody. Like, I mean, America, you know what yeah. I mean? That is, when can we sign, can we sign Maxwell up to psychic school? I think that would be a good project. Oh my God. I don't think that's it's my destiny. No. See that in the, I see that in the cards. That's not but it. what if it is, but what if it is like, what if you get there and then you're just like third eye. Oh, she's open. Um, I mean, listen, I've made a couple bucks that way, but uh, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I fucking love everything that just was happening right there. That was a good time. Uh, so, Michelle, did you have intuition about Drag Queen Story Hour when that idea came to you? What brought that? What brought us together? Like, how well, did that happen? You know, I had I have a kid. He's six now. But at the time, he was like one years old. And now I, he doesn't you know, want clowns reading to him, right? He's he too does old not want, he's Yeah, like, he just wants to play Fortnite. Yeah. Like, Oh God, that sounds young. I it's disturbing. Yeah. I say as if I have no control over the situation, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. Look don't at him go with that this, Fortnite thing. I still don't understand what a Fortnite is, but Ariana Grande does it. And I'm so confused. I mean, yeah. so many people, it's just like an online video. It's a video game. It's yeah, just it's a, a way game. to talk to people and not have to talk to people. Yeah, Literally, we're, we're speaking through emojis. We're not using words. People, we've been shortening words for years now, and now we're just going to be grunts and noises soon enough. Mm -hmm. Just going back to hieroglyphics. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, I love but, that. but Drag Queen Story Hour, tell me how she became a thing. Well, you know, I, uh, I had my kid when I was like in my early forties. And so I'd been existing, you know, almost entirely in queer culture for decades. And suddenly I'm doing all these like things for your, your mommy and baby. And they're all so straight. And I'm suddenly, you know, in these environments that feel really foreign to me. And, and, you know, there's lots, I live in Los Angeles now, weirdly, when I was in San Francisco, I was out in this one neighborhood where like all the mom and baby stuff were just like, so they were just moms and babies I didn't relate to. Like, there's definitely <laughs> more straight people that, with moms and babies in LA yeah. that I'm connected with. But yeah, I, it just was sort of depressing. And at the time, I was wrapping up um, my work at Radar Productions, which is a queer literary nonprofit that I'd created. I was handing it over to like the next generation of folks who were going to carry on the work. But I had to write one more grant before I left. And it was to put some programming, bring programming into the Castro, which famously, you know, is the, the, the 
queer neighbor or the gay neighborhood. I don't know if it's a queer neighborhood. Now, um, the, yeah, because I was going to ask, has that gotten super straight through gentrification? Like it has mm-hmm. a little bit, and there's been a lot of. Um, I mean, yeah, the gentrification is awful, but you know, there was also. But we started. We started. Exactly. The queer, the queer people started. So we're queer people started it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, <laughs> But it is. It was so. I mean, I really hated the like straight people coming in, being like, "Can we stop having?" random wiggy nude people running around the yeah. neighborhood and it's like no that is the place for weird wiggy nude people to frolic like go live somewhere else but anyway i i digress yes. so i had to <laughs> th- the, and the last time i was just thinking about what venues existed the last time i was at the library i was at a story hour there's a lot the, the harvey milk library in the neighborhood and i was like oh that we got to queer that what's an easy fun way to queer that for kids yeah, who was reading when you went like a librarian coming a librarian. off of a, coming off a crazy night of drinking <laughs> just a hungover librarian i mean and she was wonderful but i was like yes that's what we need we need drag queens and um i wrote the grant and then you know and then i left town i moved to la and when the grant was approved, it fell to my successors at Radar, um, Julio Delgado and Virgie Tovar. And, and it was all these amazing, you know, people of color who kind of like grabbed the reins and put on the first show. And it was this immediate hit. It got a ton of publicity. People are like, oh, drag queens reading to children. Like, you know, it was either like the most, it made the most sense of anything you ever heard or yeah. it was like the most satanic thing you'd ever heard. So everyone had something to say about it. And I, I was so excited. It, you know, I, I, it was such a splash. You know, it was such an honor for you to ask me to do the library conference at Riverside, which ultimately ended up getting it in public libraries in SoCal, right? Is that yeah, what happened? I believe so. I mean, all those librarians were like, how can we do this? You know, they they wanted to know all about it. Yeah. And it was it was such a good time to like go there. And I still love and do drag queen story hour now uh so through pickle you know what i mean yeah. so so pickle still got the gigs coming for Tati Soto because i and, and honestly it was great that it was still something that could translate over covid because you know we didn't really know if anything would how how did you deal with uh with the pandemic how was your last year and i did we beat it right we beat covid right <laughs> my pandemic was so fucking crazy i got divorced, which I didn't know was happening. I had wow. a COVID divorce. So then wow. I had a little bit of like a COVID meltdown. Oh my and then God. I was like COVID dating. And like, I'm very much like a, if you don't kind of like shove me against a wall and make out with me in the first 20 minutes that we've met each other, like, how do I know you even like me? You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's sort of how I operate. You're old you school. Could... You're old yeah, school. You're like, you. I yeah. need to know. See, people yeah. always ask, like, people are like, Tony, you're super obvious when you see someone you like. And I'm like, well, how else are they going to know? Yeah, right. I mean, I'm not looking for friends. Right. <laughs> and I'm not trying to play coy or play a game. Just like, do we have chemistry or not? Like, yeah. you know, so. I ended up texting with this cutie that I had met once before, but my life was really crazy. And, it, and you know, he's a real slow mover. And I think that in another uh, time period, he maybe would have moved a little too slow for me. I would have, you know, but because COVID made me slow down too, I was like, okay. And we were like texting forever. And then we were like watching cheesy movies together and texting. And then we were like doing like socially distant masked walks through the Hollywood forever cemetery, like you do on a first date. And, yeah. you know, and it just sort of, and now I'm engaged. Yay. Holy wow. Wow. You do move fast. That I mean, was... I had a, yeah, I've had a really crazy pandemic. Yeah. And... She's, you've been flipping cards. I hope. <laughs> I hope, I hope that you've been flipping oh my God. cards. I mean, this oh. is like 18 months. That's crazy. So many tarot readings. Yeah. So many tarot readings. Um, I know, well, right? yeah, well, I guess so. Yeah. Well, you know, listen, we wish you all the luck and we're going to take a <laughs> quick break and you're not going to go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to do our listener questions of the week. So we'll oh, I be love right it. back. Okay, cool. Tony Soto Show. All right, we are back. And now listeners, remember, we love to hear your questions, concerns, comments, critiques, and compliments. All you have to do is go to the Tony Show.com and leave the message there. It says, leave a message. And uh, we could read it on the show. I'm going to start us off this week with Jackie that says, hey, gang, love this podcast. So grateful for this show every week. My question is, can you become asexual? I never hated sex. I have actually liked sexual encounters that I have had. 
but I never initiated sex and never think about it really. I'm newly divorced and my kids are older, so I think I'm ready to call it. Would love to know what you think. Michelle, this, Michelle, she's, they, they've, they've had it. They're done. Jackie is done. You're going to pull a card and let Jackie know something, right? I picked three cards asking, what does it look like if Jackie commits to being asexual and says, you know, I am calling it. I'm walking towards it. And she got good. It's like a, it's a, it's a whole new life, Jackie. And it looks really good. The first card's a little rough. It's the seven of swords futility, but I think that's maybe her feeling the futility of her, of trying to conjure a sex drive that is elusive to her. So if she just becomes the fool, the fool is always about taking a chance, taking a risk, a new journey, jumping off that cliff. It lands in love, which is great. I mean, there's a whole community wow. of asexual people out there having cuddle parties. You know yeah, just I mean? hanging out, hugging, mm-hmm. hanging out, yeah. hugging. Just like being cute. Like there's so many ways to experience love and closeness and intimacy. And so this looks like there is that path. For you, she's just like fuck it though. I don't even want closeness or intimacy. I'm just looking for like <laughs> at this point. I think she I'm just needs solitude that, for a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but, yeah. You know, yeah. It could the love card could it also could just mean like lo- you know loving your life, loving your space, loving your your path. So yeah. I say go for it. Loving people, not grabbing for your no nos. Diana, what do you think about Jackie? I think that makes sense. I think that there's seasons of our life and uh, it's, I saw kids with an S. So maybe you are touched out. Maybe (laughs) you are just, maybe you just need to be you for a minute and that's okay. Absolutely. Maxwell, what do you think about this? Asexuality, just calling it. I mean, every, I think it's beautiful to live your truth. And if that's really how you feel, Jackie, I think you should live it and be proud of it and not touch people. I think that's really great. <laughs> it's really great. Get- I mean, as someone who did it for a year and a half over COVID, I don't recommend it. That's why I'm so mad about vaccinated people getting COVID now and a chance of getting COVID now. Because I was like, wait a minute, why did I stop having sex? Why but, are you, you know, so mad, though? There was no guarantee that this vaccine. Was no, I know there was no vaccine at the time and it would have been way more dangerous. And yes, I know. I'm just saying I'm a little irritated about the way things went. That's all I'm saying, Maxwell. Thank you for reminding me, Maxwell. Well, I'm just trying to make sure that we're keeping science right, that the vaccine science was right. not, science was, right. was not I to know. stop the virus, I just I stop you from going I to the hospital. I hear yeah, you. And I, and, I'm and, psyched and, about. But I would still be super, uh, and I'm going to say it again, I'd be super resentful if a homosexual gave me COVID now. I would. I'd be mad. <laughs> I'd be mad. I'd well, be. I mean, I'm scared for the day. Hopefully it's not in June. <laughs> Hopefully it's not in five months. Tony's mad at a homosexual again. Oh, I'm always mad at homosexuals in June. That's the best time to be mad. All right, let's move on. Who's next? Uh, that's me. And this is from Tracy. Dear Tony and friends, I am a twin and my sister is the most amazing person I know. We have been together through the pandemic, but we are drastically different on the vaccine. She is very anti. We are not arguing about it and we are both very clear about our feelings. But personally, I'm very bugged out about it. I want to fight with her and call her dumb. Is it worth it or do I let it go? Uh, Michelle, so. Okay, let me see how I'm doing this. What does it look like if she just vents? Yeah. If she just gives voice? Oh, I don't know that it's worth it. I mean, the first card is the oppression card. It's like, you're oh. like, what? When the oppression card comes up, it's like something that you thought you wanted and now it just feels terrible and it's followed by strife which is big fights so it's like you deserve to vent because your sister is being i mean all respect to your sister who obviously is a lovely person shares so much dna with you and you're amazing but what the fuck why is she being such a dummy um (laughs) you need to go into one of those rage rooms and just like break shit because you need to let it out but this is probably not the best way at the end of it you have the priestess which means like the priestess card is like your higher self, right? When the priestess card comes up, she's our higher selves. So, you know, the, the tarot is telling you, you got to take the high road. You got to go into your higher self, take some deep breaths, find ways to like regulate your body when she's making you feel so crazy and angry, which clearly she is with these angry cards. You got some yeah. angry cards, but I don't think that, you know, I asked Tara, what does it look like for you to, to vent? And tell her what you think. And if it was a good idea, you would have gotten some nice cards and you didn't. So yeah. that's that's my two cents. Diana, you're an only child, right? 
No, I have two older brothers. Why don't we ever hear about them? We've never talked about them whatsoever. <laughs> what if one of your siblings was a was an anti vax Are they anti vaxxers Is that no? Why they're not. Right? They're, they're you know what? They're fine. They believe in science. Um, I just man, I think you just need to keep writing into podcasts and yeah. just get it out. Yeah, because you know it isn't it isn't worth uh, arguing about. I I've just been quietly blocking people on Facebook and my family who are anti-vax spreaders. Well, the fact that you're still on you Facebook, know. Diana, has some sadness to it. I'm just going to tell you that. I'm like, come on. My dad like, got so sad when I got off of it. He was like, I feel like I don't know what's happening in your life. Oh, oh my God. Well, see, and maybe that's a good thing. Maybe you shouldn't see everything <laughs> that happens every goddamn second. I left you. I'm an adult um, uh, from a bad family, as you can tell. Maxwell, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think about this twin situation? Um, I think you should definitely value if like the fight is worth it. And I mean, I think siblings are definitely never worth the fight. I think that's like the one person you're supposed to tolerate, you know, but I could see where true. I mean, I don't talk to anybody but my sister. And sometimes that's even questionable. So I mean, (laughs) I put up with her. I mean, yeah, we we stand your sister. We stand my sister. She's the only one that has the same makeup and problems. She gets it. We were both dropped on the head the same way. So she is the only (laughs) one that gets like the get out of jail free card. So to me, I don't think it's worth it. But like, I mean, if it's yeah, I mean, if it's causing a problem though, and your safety, like if your kids can't hang out together because she won't get vaccinated. I mean, there's like, I think maybe a safety concern if you're really trying to push her to do it, being like, hey, Sandy and Jimmy can't get together anymore because um, I'm not going to let him around your unvaccinated ass. But if that isn't a problem, then I mean, maybe just like keep having lunch at the yeah. Cheesecake Factory. I'd be like, yeah, I don't much like your kids anyway. So that's fine. Keep them far away. See, I don't know. I My siblings, I, I can, I have a on good authority that one of them is an anti-vaxxer. And I'm pretty sure the other one has it either. So, you know, they're very, but, but I don't live in a town where they live at. So they're not a, a worry to me. Like they're not a danger to me. So uh, I just don't mm-hmm. talk about that, I think, because- I've ruined enough things from afar and there that I'm kind of done with ruin and I tried to try to keep it kosher over there. You know what I mean? Well, anyway, let's move on to our last question. Maxwell, you're on. It's anonymous rights. My roommate quit baking now that everything is open. So now my kitchen is full of unused baking equipment. <laughs> he got the big mixer fancy pans and the whole bit but now it's all just there useless unused can i tell him to pack it up or get rid of it michelle anonymous here is, is so wants funny. his kitchen back i mean I, do, yes you can is the short the short answer you got the hermit strength which is like a Sagittarius card. Sagittarius is tell it like it is. And then the, right, lovers, we do. the lovers. So it's like having to negotiate a relationship and the hermit. It's like, yes, you left alone in a cave with like a giant KitchenAid mixer and you don't like it. I think you're crazy, frankly, to yeah, not just be like, up. oh, this is amazing. Yeah, can I now. use this now? Yeah. yeah. I mean, KitchenAid mixers are expensive. I mean, I just have decided it's a KitchenAid mixer and I've decided it's like some sort of like artisanal color as well. <laughs> mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. but it sounds like it's pretty fancy stuff. So I don't know. Maybe you want to learn how to bake. But if yeah. you really don't, if you hate it, you're gluten free or something, just, um, yeah, tell uh, tarot, the tarot supports you like you know, addressing, putting, putting, addressing sure. it, putting some baking boundaries down with your roomie. Yeah. Now, Diana, uh, what if Mason got a weird hobby and just abandoned it after everything was when he was back to work? What would you do? Well, I am that partner. <laughs> I, am, uh, I love random hobbies that I have so much knitting stuff and like. I've yeah, never seen a sweater, does. not a single gift, not a single, not even like a hat, a Diana. I have a crop of a sweater that I started. Um, and he is very patient with me. And I, I feel like, um, he often gives suggestions. Like when I was in my knitting phase, like, Oh, Hey, can you make me a beanie? So I made a lot of beanies. 
Uh, and that's what I would do with this roommate. I would I would like text them recipes like, ooh, have you ever thought about making these? Maybe we can make these this weekend. Oh. And if they stop replying to it after getting a bunch of them, maybe there's a cupboard that these <laughs> can go into. Yeah, like do you have no storage? Like you got yeah. nothing under the sink? Come on, where are we living? Maybe think about moving to a new place. Uh, Maxwell, what do you think about this? Well, I have a lot of questions because first off, I hate clutter. So like, I would definitely like have an issue with all this, but like also, yeah, why aren't you using it? And if you don't cook, then why do you care if there's clutter in the kitchen? Unless it's like sociopath status and it's just like everywhere, then like, yeah, why don't you have a cupboard? Like I have Maybe questions. he cooks, but he doesn't bake. You know what I mean? Like that is distinct hardware. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. I mean, I would just tell them to put find space for it. Just be like, hey, you're not using this. And this is taking up a lot of space, Diva. Either like yeah. get back to cookie making for us or like put this in. <laughs> put like Put it up, bitch. Put it up. Yeah. Or just, yep. yeah, or just move it. I mean, that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> with my old roommate. Uh, your old roommate yeah yeah old roommate exactly yeah um, old uh, for a reason she don't live here right. no more so okay now um before we end the show michelle uh our good judy here uh diana de luna is i'm um, having the life removed from her body as we speak it's true all the um, nutrients are just sucked right away and mm-hmm. would you like to drop a couple of cards and just i don't know tell her stuff Okay, like a, some cards to like, you, do you have a specific question or would you like just some cards to help you through your pregnancy? Yeah, I'm in the, I'm at the very end. I'm, I'm racing right. to the finish line and this feels so long. This is like the intense part. So yeah, maybe some uh, cards to keep me sane. Okay, some cards to keep you sane. Yeah. <laughs> you, you do need that. You do need that. Oh, oh boy. Uh, like, I do want to say that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but there's a little bit of a tunnel. So there's like the Prince of Cups, And he's just like stuck in a limbo, right? He can't go up. He can't go down. He's just sort of stuck in a limbo. And then along with that, there's this disappointment. So it's a sort of like, is there something like, I don't know, did you, were you hoping that your pregnancy would be like, you'd be a goddess or something? Are you a per, are you one of those women that was, that thought maybe like you would just enjoy pregnancy more than you did or. I mean, I definitely thought I would come out of this being like, oh yeah, let's do a second one. You might, you might, might because the last card you have here is the science card and it's the six of swords. Sixes are the sphere of beauty. They come after, you've got this little five here. Fives are always a little letdowns, but sixes are redemption. So, and it's in the realm. Can I ask you what your sign is? I'm a Capricorn. Oh, okay. All right. Um, So it's in the realm of like rational thought. So it's like, you can figure out like whatever it is that you're like, this isn't exactly at at the level I wanted it to be. It looks like there's some stuff you can do to bring it up. Like whether that's bringing up your comfort or bringing up, like, I don't know, staying away from the weird moms and finding a good mom community, like whatever it may be. This is about like, okay, I'm actually going to get a plan together and your plan works. Okay. look at where like and you know and the whole thing about the disappointment card it just means that there it's when it comes up there was there's skewed expectations like the expectations were maybe a little large so maybe i don't know you didn't expect to feel so exhausted or hormonal or you know whatever it you is you did tell me that. the first two trimesters were fun you were they like- were fun and this one was this is <laughs> not this okay. one is not that makes sense then that yeah. really that really makes sense i mean to a certain extent you just there's like nothing to do but with this card here I, I'm, I'm just saying that as somebody was pregnant but the tarot saying there is something you can do you just gotta like figure out some like get a little be a little capricorn about it you know and like yeah. do a little research and feel, figure out like how can i just lighten my load a little bit here yeah it looks like you can i give her a lot of advice she does i don't think she takes it but i give her <laughs> a lot of advice michelle i really do i tell her a lot of things that i think would uh, work but i think the last- science is an induction <laughs> Oh, <laughs> is it? Do you have questions about that? Are you wondering about that? Well, I, 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 you know, I don't want this kid to come too soon, but man, if this is a 42 week situation, like they got it, we got to evict him. Yeah. I, I can't do this any longer. Yeah. Uh, I had a C-section and I loved it. I lost a lot really? of blood, almost had to have a transfusion, but I was on so much morphine. I didn't know slash care. I was like, this is amazing. I feel so good. There's my baby. <laughs> 
doctors are rushing around me. My partner at the time looked totally stricken. And I just kept rolling over and smiling and giving everyone the thumbs up. Sign. I was so <laughs> You're all doing great. You're all yeah, doing guys. great. Don't worry. Uh, I love science. Michelle, <laughs> you did great on this show. Did you have a good time here I on the Tony I had so Soto much fun show? hanging out with you guys. Yes, thank you for this invitation. Oh my God, it's such a, it was a pleasure to see you again. Tell people where they can Same. find you on the social Ooh. medias. Well, listen, I'm starting a whole new tarot show um, tomorrow, on Wednesday, the what is that the 11th that's today no yeah. no well the show is today yeah everyone who's listening to this show on wednesday 11th i'm starting a new tarot show tonight 5 p.m pacific 8 eastern on spotify green room so you got to download this oh, app cool. come find me michelle t i'm going to be just reading your cards you got a problem you have issues you have drama come to me and I'll pick cards for you. It's going to be super fun. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm doing I want, it every I want week. beautiful cards for me. Come to my show, Tony. I'm, come, I, everyone come. Yeah, it's really a, fun. You can, you can find me on Instagram at Michelle Tees, T-E-A-Z. If you feel shy and you want to, you know, send an anonymous question for the tarot into my DMs, I'll read it and I won't mention your name. Or you can just show up in the audience and raise your hand and I'll pick cards for you. Huh, that's that is making downloading downloading Spotify sound worth it, actually. <laughs> it's not it's Spotify Green Room, which is a separate app. Oh, it's sort well, of like Clubhouse. Okay. Ah, so it's sort of like that. Remember when audience. that was so hot for like a breath? When we were like everyone was like Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then like we all got on. it. We're all yeah. on it. <laughs> we're all on it. Nobody's doing anything on it. Don't do anything with it. Never been on it in ages. Um, Well, thank you again for coming, Michelle. You're amazing. Diana, tell people where they can find you. Of course. Thanks, guys. You can find me on Instagram at Diana D triple E Luna. Um, And we have just a couple more shows before we go on our break. That's right. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. Two. Two more shows. (gasps) For a month. I forgot. Oh shit! I yeah. forgot we're going. And that go on will vacation. be my baby month. That's it just right. lined up perfectly. Yeah, spit this kid out so you can get back to normal. All right. I mean, <laughs> I'm very supportive. I'm very supportive. Uh, Maxwell. Um, you can catch me on Instagram at Maxwell Spazito on Twitter me underscore LGBTina. This week on Wanna Be on Top, we have Bible Girl come by. We talk about Free Britney. We talk about Top Model. Yeah, and that's it work um y'all if you like the tony soda show please find us on itunes and subscribe to the show rate it leave a comment it helps um uh, i also do the gay power half hour every week with my good judy casey lie i know i haven't done it in like the last three weeks but we'll be back i think next week or the week after i'm not sure we'll be back soon though i promise um i am the tony soda show on literally everything that is instagram twitter and venmo and uh yeah we'll be back again next week all right bye 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 bye